0: Shall we begin?
1: Let's begin now. Hi, this is Muffin McGraw, head coach at the University of Notre Dame, and you're listening to Dishin' and Swishing.
0: Hi, everybody. It's David Siegel, and I'm pleased to welcome you to another Dishin' and Swishing podcast. And we've been talking lately to a bunch of coaches in the WNBA as the season comes back from the Olympic break. But I'm pleased to welcome one of the best stories in the league this year, one of the most outstanding and, you know, a shoe-in for most improved player in my eyes. Uh But most of that is because she's healthy and getting good minutes, and that is the Atlanta Dream Center, Elizabeth Williams. Elizabeth, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You know, I was looking and, you know, if I had said to you after, you know, some of your past experiences with the leg problems and even at the end of last year, if I would tell you that you were second in the league in minutes at 34 a game, would would that surprise you at this point?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it definitely would surprise me.
0: (laughs) Well, that is in fact the case and, you know, you're getting the opportunity to shine, which uh, you did not have as much of last year and, you know, it's been a big difference this year. So, the trade certainly was something that has worked out really well for you.
1: Yeah, the trade has been huge for me.
0: And Coach Cooper is certainly giving you uh, a lot of confidence, uh, showing, you know, running things through you and running things for you. So so that must be a nice feeling.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, he was adamant on, you know, having a center that he can run his offense through. And a center that's big defensively, too. So I just try to come in and do that, and I think it's been working well.
0: You know, one of the things that's been interesting in the WNBA for a while, you know, there were some really good back-to-the-basket centers, low post presence. Then it sort of faded away for a while, and you had developed a lot more of the Lauren Jackson type of centers that faced up. And now it seems like we're having a resurgence again with posts that can get in there and get work done down on the low block. You no, know, and that's something that you seem to be thriving at on the offensive end and defensive end, of course.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I think I, I saw an article right talking about that. I mean, you've got big centers, you've got like Brittany Griner. Um, Chicago's been playing a Boyette even more. Um, so just kind of having a big person in the middle to to do their to do their job. You
0: know, and you right now are second in blocks, seventh in rebounding in the league. You know, so you know, one thing that, even going back to the Duke days, of course, you know, we we all have seen you, is the defensive presence that you are out there. That's something that I'm sure that you take a great deal of pride in and, and is one of the highlights of your season for you personally.
1: Yeah, defense is huge. I mean, we've all kind of heard the phrase defense won championships. So I try to take that to heart and be that big presence in the middle, whether it's blocking shots or altering shots. So I definitely take pride in that.
0: You know, and you have players like Angel McCautry and Tiffany Hayes that are very good at taking that gamble and going to play in the passing lane and going for those steals. So, you know, having, having that shot blocker, you know, erases a whole lot of mistakes on defense.
1: <laughs> yeah, we always kind of joke about it. Uh, if someone gets beat, like, they're really hoping that I'm just standing there so they don't, you know, they don't do <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you know, you've certainly been doing your job more than enough times on that. So, you know, one thing that has been interesting, you know, the team that is young, you know, you're getting your first real crack at starting in the WNBA this year, obviously. Laisha also, you know, was coming off the bench and now is getting big minutes. You know, there's been some streakiness. So, uh, one question I had for you is, you know, in the middle of June, end of, uh, middle of, middle of June, beginning of July, the team went through a really deep losing streak. How crucial was it to get things righted and to uh, you know play well and beat Los Angeles at home and then beat Dallas also uh, in two of the, winning two of those last three games before the break?
1: Oh, that was huge. I mean um, for one, we want to kind of solidify that fourth spot uh, heading into the playoff, so going the break like we really wanted to kind of find that momentum back so that we could go in the break. You know, get some rest, but then come back really excited, and looking forward to
0: keeping the momentum going. And you have come back. You know, the first game, you know, Chicago was a, had to win that game because you had won the first couple. They did win that, but then you took care of business against Connecticut in the next game at home. Uh, something I'm sure that you enjoy. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys have owned the Sun four and zero over the course of the season, but the rest of the schedule is looking pretty darn tough. It just about basically. With the, you have one game against San Antonio, but everything else is against a team that's in the playoff hunt or has pretty much locked up a spot. Including you get two two more you get two against Brittany Griner. You, know, mm-hmm. you look at, you look forward to these big
1: matchups. Oh yeah, that's I mean to be the best you have to beat the best team. So these last couple of games in the playoffs is kind of perfect because it's preparing you
0: for playoffs
1: and for playing these really tough teams. So I think we're all. Really
0: excited for these last couple games. You know, one thing that also that I wanted to mention was, you know, you, we know about the you know the medical aspirations that you've talked about, you know, since college down the road. But you know, you're not waiting to help people now, and congratulations. You know, the the community assist award, you know, I always think is one of the most important that the WNBA gives because you know this game is also about what you can do for your community and what you could do do to build on uh, the confidence for young people and you know you you won the june community assist your work with in particular it seems that education and literacy are two things that are high on your off-the-court uh goals so congratulations on that and you know just talk a little bit about that please
1: yeah thank you um like you said education is a huge for me i just feel like it's so important for kids to realize at a young age like through education they can really do anything and um, finding that balance between sports and schoolwork is something that I kind of emphasize whenever I'm out in the community or talking to kids so yeah I mean it's huge like I want kids to be able to to grow up and say like hey I want to be a doctor or an engineer or just to kind of have those aspirations in their mind because uh, of the education that they've had.
0: And you certainly uh took advantage of the uh Duke education that was there for you, you know, e- earning high accolades while you were there, and that's something uh that I always have tremendous respect for. You know, I, whenever I talk to, you know, the athletes from Duke and Stanford and all, you, know, you guys always have this way to make me feel a little bit dumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. uh, but, no, se- but seriously, you know, a- after the season, uh you know, I know you spent some of last year trying to get yourself healthy again first, but... You know, so the rumor is that you're going overseas to Russia to play in the uh, EuroLeague this time.
1: Yes, I signed with um, Orenburg in Russia. So, yeah, like you said, I'll be playing EuroLeague, so it would be nice to play against literally the top players in the world. Like most of those people that you saw in the Olympics, they play in EuroLeague. So I think it would be a great opportunity to keep myself fresh against really good players.
0: Anybody else that you know already signed with Orenburg?
1: Yeah, so Tiffany Mitchell signed of them, um, and Amanda Strubie. So uh, we'll see. Sweet, so technically it's still only two Americans. So right. Those are my teammates. That should be a good combination. You know,
0: nice to work with another post like that. Yeah, sure. Now the other thing that was great for you during the break was you got the opportunity. You were called on to be a part of the select team that gave the senior national team by far its closest game. Of of Olympic play, we'll say. How much how much fun was that? Getting involved, being able to play with that group, you know, getting the coaching that you got that they got from Gino and his group, and uh, giving them the game that you guys did. You know, you almost took, you almost took them.
1: Yeah, we did. <laughs> we I mean, all of us are competitors. If you look at every one of the players on that select team, all of us, we play every game to win. So. Um, I think we just came in with that kind of mindset, and we took everything uh, the coaches told us. It was basically Don Saley and Doug Bruno that coached us. And we just tried to play, and run the sets that Australia and France and all the teams that they were looking to play, we tried to run their sets. And then, in addition, after that, I just kind of play basketball. Um, and, I mean, I had a lot of fun playing with the select team. I mean, all those players are really good, and being able to compete with Team USA it was
0: just awesome. Now you've been a part of USA Basketball for years, and you know, getting an opportunity like that. Now, looking at the senior national team, you know, there's an age creeping in there a little bit. Uh, you know, 2018 Worlds, 2020 Olympics coming up. You know, they, they, they're going to need they're going to need it another center somewhere along the lines there. You know, I, I'm sure that that interests and excites you that opportunity. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. I I don't think anyone. I played on that like you say otherwise. Like we're all looking to continue playing with USA basketball for sure.
0: So do you all during the during the Olympics, do you watch all the games when they're on?
1: Yeah, I try to. If we weren't in practice, I'd definitely watch the game.
0: Was it was it a nice experience to at least have and you granted you had practice, but at least have a little bit of downtime? First time that that happens very it doesn't happen very much for you guys.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting. um. And the way our schedule was, we used to practice every other day, so it wasn't too much on our bodies, but we were still able to get some really, really good workouts in. And, um, and so I thought the break was just, like, perfect, and I think uh, our team has come out well from it.
0: Yeah, I mean, even the game against Chicago, you guys played extremely well, dropping 82 points on the board, and then, you know, you guys just totally controlled Connecticut. And, you know, then you get that nice week off, and then you play basically every other day for the rest of the season. Congratulations. <laughs> I don't know who makes these schedules up, but uh, it definitely is not something that's easy on the players.
1: No, not at all.
0: But you know, anyway, I'm sure we will also see the Atlanta Dream strong in the playoffs. You guys are currently sitting, like you said, at the number four seed, and uh, you know, do you like that new uh, that new playoff format? Do you think that that's something that that you know is going to? It seems to be encouraging at least some of the better season play as it goes.
1: Yeah, I think it'll turn out well. I mean, obviously, it'll be easier to say it after the fact. <laughs> but, um, I, I think I like this system better where, uh, between the East and West, it's just overall record. So, I,
0: well, I like it. Well, if you get that one single elimination game, then we'll talk about it again at that point.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: Well, Elizabeth, congratulations. It's been a great year. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm still a little bit disappointed that we haven't had it here in Connecticut because. You were certainly a joy to have in the locker room and talk to last year, as a part of the Sun. And uh, you know, I look forward to uh, seeing you with bigger and better and better and greater things coming up.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it.